There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las culturistas. Ding dong, Las culturistas calling. And I've declared that already off mic we have a title of app. This is unprecedented. <laughs> unprecedented to not even involve the listeners in our thought process, but to know what the theme of an episode will be. To know. Well, how do we arrive at this? Well, let's. Should we just reveal what what we think so far the the, the front runner for the title of app is? The front runner for the title of app at this time. Is dark, dark gay, gay culture. culture and why? Because we we were talking with our guest about downtown LA about how culturally it shifted, <laughs> yes. over the last two decades. And I said there's a gay bar in downtown LA called, called Precinct. Precinct, and our guest had a reaction to that. She said, "Who wants to get hard at a bar called Precinct?" To which I replied, Lots uh, "Probably of a lot of people." And and, and she then, said, "That's dark." And then you said, "You yes and did," and, <laughs> and said, I said, "That's dark, dark gay, gay culture. culture," and we both. Had a paroxysm of laughter. I have All of been, us. And, and we should say we're recording this from New, New York, York City. City. One of the top three cities in the world. New York City, Paris, and Tokyo. Yes. And so uh, we should say that we're here in New York City. I have come I back. I have returned you. for the weekend. It's true. I haven't seen you. When was the last time we saw each other? I think L.A. I think L was the last time we saw. Famously in the top 10 cities in the world. Top 10. Which are New, New York, York, Paris, Tokyo, Berlin, Berlin Sydney, Sydney, Shanghai. LA, Shanghai. Uh, 
Mumbai. Mumbai. Cape Town. Cape Town. Never forget Cape, Cape Town. Town. And of course, Athens. <laughs> wow. Athens and London really fighting it no, out. No, London didn't make the cut. London didn't make it. Athens edged it out. Its culture edged it out. Because you thought, and this is your fucking problem at home, you thought this was a financial thing. No. That we were measuring it based on how they're the epicenter of business and all that sort of, you know, finance culture. Well, no. guess what, bitch? bitch? No, it's about the culture. And Athens has been here since the beginning. Yes. Especially rule of culture number six. Six. Athens, Athens has, has been, been here since, since the beginning. beginning. <laughs> oh my God, we're we're coming in hot, white hot, white hot. I haven't felt this energy. White. Uh, it says it decades. says it says white and hot as West Hollywood. <laughs> oh, bitch! Dark gay culture is white. Would you say dark gay culture is white? I say I would say you would say that. Oh, bitch! I I didn't say it. I postured it to you. I would say I this. I don't want to pick on West Hollywood because here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're all trying our best. We're all trying our best. I don't know. L truly, we're all trying our best. Sometimes I go to West Hollywood, I look around, and I say, well, everyone here is trying their best. I don't think that. It's, the, it's the same some, thing some as Hell's people, Kitchen. Some people are intentionally trying their worst. But you know what? In that in that regard, I believe they're trying their best, and some people's worst is and unfortunately their best. best. Look... Our guest is the best. And whenever she tries... An LA native. An LA native. Whenever Famously. she tries, it's always the best. I would say sometimes this person doesn't even have to try for it to oh, be the best. Oh, can I tell you something? Effortless. I've talked... The, the way I have talked about this person to people, I say... You are emphatic. I am... Since day one, I saw her. Everyone should please check out her web series, Gigi. Iconic web series. Truly. The the first frame I saw her, I was like, who the fuck is that? When did we watch That's it? We, we were in the back of a lift and we watched it. We were, I mean, we re were recently we were watching was that it in, in the LA? back. That was in LA. I, I, I had to... Um, there was a, there's a scene that takes place outside of once heralded New York venue much mores. Yeah. Um, where our our guests just truly, the reactions to so good. stimuli are so <laughs> unprecedented. I'm oh god, what, what was your character's what's your character's name? Mona Deliza. I'm Mona Deliza. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, so good. So truly funny. Please check out Gigi. Also, she has a wonderful podcast called So Fashionating with so fascinating. our good friend Max Witter. Yes, and of Talk course the Instagram is aspiring three two three actress. Three two three as an area code, and as our guest puts it, of course, it's the space between the words, and of course, area codes are space. Now, I I just have to I just have to say the way I talk about our guests to other people. I mean, I mean, downtown legend at this point. I think she she has made me cry laughing by merely going up on stage. This happened at um, Pig recently, hosted by Peter Smith and Sandy Honig. This was an iconic lineup. She, she I remember I even knew about this lineup from across the country. She goes up on stage and she's just like, OK, everyone give me a beat. And she like <laughs> makes everyone start to clap to a rhythm. You, yeah, you think she's about to sing a song or something or chant something at least. She just, but instead, what she does is for about three solid minutes sustains this, makes the audience keeps the audience on their fucking toes, and then just goes faster, faster. Slow, slow down, slow it down. Just was fully fucking with the audience in a way that made me that drove me to tears. I was. I would like crying. to talk about the art of performance with our guests. I would love because to talk I was about also that. we were just having a conversation. We were sitting in two chairs facing each other. Yes. And we were having a conversation about how, you know, our our guest is on tour. Yes. Not unlike us. Not unlike us. Um, and... <laughs> 
we're always on tour. That's your little culture number ew, 99. Stop. We're always, always on, on tour. tour. It's disgusting. <laughs> so stupid. Um, okay, so anyway, we were saying, I, and the guest shared with me. Yes. That's some, there are ebbs and flows in the love of performance. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so right now our guest is like kind of feeling like, like, and um, we, we need the, we need to reignite the love of being on the stage again. And this is a theme I'd like to explore. I would love, love to explore that. this because this is actually universal. Um, it's universal to everyone. To everyone. Everyone. Teachers. Students. Students. Principals. Principals. Custodians. Everyone. everyone. An important part of a school system, I'll say. Custodians. Custodians, an essential part of a school system. We had some hot ones. Did you? Yeah. Sexy custodians in my school. Are you fucking kidding? No. And did you ever make a move? No, I, it was it would it would be illegal. Can I say, yes. if I was gonna fuck a teacher in high school uh, or an adult in high school, uh-huh. I would have loved to have gone out with a bang and have it be the custodian. Wow, because no one would have seen that coming, and that is subversion, and that is art. And you know who is art and subversion? Our guest. Now, please welcome into your ears, Ruby, Ruby McAllister. Hey everyone. Hey. Finally. Finally. God, Listen. that was hard. Well, li- that was insane. What was hard about it? I was just laughing, laughing. <laughs> laughing, laughing. And Matt, who I'm now calling famously Ka- Katrina. Katrina. My mother's name is Katrina. Because she loved Matt, that. She'll call me Katrina. You look like a Katrina baby. You really do. What about Katrina's me? Katrina's on fire. I It truly might be the LA thing. I don't know. Seriously? What? I find what do you that mean? I find New York... Hear me out. <gasps> that New York comedians go to LA and they come back with this like jacked ego. Oh. They do. And they were, I'm like, I'm the smartest. I'm the best. And I think it's <gasps> Is that tri- what I'm doing? No, no, no. It's like cool. It's like you're so confident and like alive and like in your mind and in your references. And you're like, can I tell you? You're on fire. And I think that's what happens. That's Katrina for you. All right. So can I tell you what it is though? I'll tell you what it truly is. It's not an ego thing, okay. or it's, or at least it's not it's consciously. A confidence. You know I what think it it's is? Confidence, it's but... a joy in being back here. Oh, it is a joy in surroundings. Okay. It is a soaking up of the surroundings. It is a call to action <laughs> in myself, and said, you know what? I know for a fact now. Yes. I'm not always here. So while I'm here, oh, I'm gonna be here, you know. Katrina. Oh. <laughs> That's period. the way it is. Period. Oh, Exclamation point. God. Fuck. Period. Oh yes, honey, uh, honey. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's the LA Jack. That Something I'm happens. Feeling, and you're just so in it. Like you're so in your mind. You're so. It's just like it's really gorgeous. I'm Katrina, so, it is gorgeous. I'm so thrilled to hear you say that wow. because because I'll tell you this. You know, we're talking about being on stage and performing. Maybe it's mm-hmm, this. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the fact that I'm with two just iconic. Come on, people of the stage. <laughs> a woman of the stage, if you gather my meaning. Oh, and um, okay. so basically, like I feel. Like New York is like performance town, mm-hmm. whereas yes. LA yes. is sit around and right. wait, write. You know what I mean? Like mm. audition, which is not performance it's famously. Very, yeah, you know, it's just kind audition of different. Is not performance famously. No, yeah, famously. That's actually world um, culture number eleven. Auditioning audition is, is not performing famously. <laughs> that is huge. Lifestyle is different. It is. Perf- 
auditioning is sort of like what I'd imagine, <laughs> like <laughs> being a prostitute. Is. Yes, it's the closest thing to like faked intimacy. Like, hey, does this feel good to you? Like, yeah, like Whoa. right. And private I, dancer, private dancer, very private dancer. And I just like, yeah, it isn't. It really isn't performance in the same way. Like, I don't get, I don't get high. Yeah. and that's the thing right now with what I'm experiencing. I, I just am not getting. The high. The high right now. And I asked you why it's, you think it's that faked is. intimacy. Sorry, go ahead. No, but why do you think that is? What what what's what's happening right now? I'm you know what? Famously, I don't really write jokes. <laughs> I and get you know you. what I'm saying? It's like famously I really don't write jokes. I do sort of like bits that I can work out with audiences. Right now I'm trying to be, I'm like looking at my life. You know what I'm <laughs> this is gonna be a little bit of no, an industry talk too. Please. No, come on, whatever. But it's, but it's like, you know, when you're pitching, pitching, pitching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have that one idea that's like maybe about your mom or your brother or your you know, dead cat, something personal. Yes, it's a thing. Yes. It's a thing. When it's a thing. The thing is, is I'm realizing I'm pitching these ideas about my do the da. And the only things that are getting reactions oh. are about my real life it's and my fun. childhood, which is bing, blink, flashing lights, flashing lights. So I'm like, I got to deal with this. I have to write that, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm starting <sighs> to write jokes about my true actual childhood. Which is. And it's difficult. Yeah. And it's yeah. not giving me the like, like yes. the like I'm not getting jacked on stage because I'm talking about these real and if and now like if a joke doesn't or if something doesn't land I'm like oh damn that's a joke about my dad mm -hmm. so let's say you know? totally and it's like it's like a little like it it feels very um like a wet, it's like a wet towel. It's like a moldy towel yes. feeling. It's yes. like, it's like, oh damn it! Like, I crafted this thing. I'm sharing this weird fucking fact about my dad, and it's not landing. Oh my god! Like <sighs> it's so, so I'm not getting high like I usually do. Okay, let's say, know? let's say, um, let's say there's no gatekeeper person responding to you being like, ooh, yes, Ruby, write about that, <laughs> write about your family. Mm -hmm. If you could, like, what, like. Ideal performance for you. What what does that entail? Well, the thing is, is I this is going. We're going straight into where I'm from Come now. On. We Come really on. are, baby. Yeah. Come on. But it's um my father. You have to understand was a producer and company manager of exclusively one woman shows yes. in Los Angeles when uh. I was growing up. Ooh. So the goal, in a way, I really realize has always been talking about my life. Mm. It really has been. And I, I'm i sort of teetering on the edge of my Saturn return, darling. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Been there. So, yes. I'm, but I'm teetering. I'm not there yet. Not there it's going to shift soon. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> ding, tick, tock, tick, tock. Oh, yeah. So, um, and it just like came to me. It was like, you know, I'm sort of, I love performing. I love what I'm doing. I love all the shit that I'm doing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's all true to myself. But I am sort of lying. Because I am not getting to who I am. You know well, what I'm here's saying? The thing, and I need though. to talk about the true story. And that's what I was born in a way to do. I hear you. I hear that. But that's also a specific, not value system, but it's just, well, I mean, yeah, sure. It, it literally is a value system where someone is saying, it's more valuable to us that you talk about your life. Whereas I, as an audience member, mm -hmm, love mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. love when you do something that's completely divorced from anything personal and it's just you literally right. making people clap their hands. Right, it right, is right. difficult to sell 
I go on stage and the raw quality of who I am is what people respond to. Right. And like, that is what we do. We yes. build something together that is like, you know, you know, like there Sandra such, Bernhard comes yes, to mind with exactly, you. Yes. You know what oh I mean? God. Like, can you believe Katrina is on fire? No. You have, I have, I have been sitting here. I have been singing. La, da, 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 da. I've been talking for years now and no one except for myself. I've had to pull that reference out of the bag. Sandra no Bernhard one has said that culture. to my face. No. Yes. And that okay. is, that is what I get when I see you. Thank and that, you. and it is very that it is not something that is no. like dependent on follow a story. No, it is dependent on follow the emotion and the spirit yeah. of the performance in the room. And I think that in when you try to uh, or are forced to go in front of someone and say, "Let me package this in front of you and tell you what it is," it's not easy to do. It is. No. So that's why I think people respond to you saying like, "I have a specific story from my childhood," and they are all interesting, but. It's difficult and hard, and the journey is the journey, learning yeah. how to find out how you inherently as a performer on stage are special and how you tell those exactly. stories. And yes. it's something I'm and thinking about all the time as well. I And, like, again, Bowen, fabulous point. Don't necessarily have to talk about my childhood. Duh. But it's like I am at this impasse where mm -hmm. it's like I've got to try. I've yeah. got to try one day. And now I'm trying, and it's so hard, and there is no – uh, instant gratification and it's like a relationship mm. it's like not a hot hookup which some right. of my other bits are definitely hot, hot hookups hook hook fucking throw me yeah. against the wall punch me in the face I'm, I still came exactly oh, yeah. I still came and I get to say goodbye and not think about you again never again <laughs> that forgot your name I forgot your name but I make ooh. up a name in fact exactly ooh. ooh some of my bits are really like that and now I'm going into this relationship of, oh, I'm afraid. Yeah, you know? but don't be afraid. But that's what's happening right now is I'm sort of wading through some some stuff, you okay. know, wading through some stuff because yeah. because famously also I'm sort of like um, a code switcher. Yeah. People assume a lot about me, but my past is very different from the assumption. Yes. But yes. if I tell you the story, it all adds up uh -huh. to the conclusion. Do you know what I mean? A lot yes. of people like assume that I'm a rich kid. That's a mm. huge thing. Oh, that's so I've funny. always gotten, and I'm like, honey, like, let me tell you, not, 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 you know? Yeah. You know, I would um, say, getting to know you, I yeah. wouldn't have pulled LA. I would have mm. pulled, and I'm sure people tell you this all mm. the time, like New York. Right. Sure. Because you wow. have a very New York vibe to me That's until I get spirit. to know you and then spirit. and then you do have an LA then you get to know me and yeah. you yeah and if oh my Bad. god Katrina if you see me in LA <laughs> mm -hmm. with rich people in LA <laughs> come on seriously come on rich people in LA listening I you're gonna love me <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> because I was raised in this Theater. Yes. Okay. So I was raised in the Cornet Theater that is famously now the Largo. Yes. Wow. Yes. Where we are, we both turned into com comedians. Mm -hmm. Bizarre. Bizarre. Because before it was the Largo, my dad ran the theater. It was the theater. Mm. theater. It was a theater theater. R E. Yeah. Yes. And um, okay. What have, I'm like? Yeah. Totally. R E. Yeah. Totally. Um, <laughs> theater. Uh, theater. T R. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 I got. I got it immediately. I have to say, I'm Katrina today yeah, because I got are. it immediately. You are Katrina you are, today. Are, I am fucking Katrina <laughs> Rogers today. It's so funny clarities because pretending that like Katrina Rogers means like getting it is so far off what could the no, real God love It's so far off like what the real Katrina Rogers is. No, it's no. I don't that's, think that, it is. I don't think it I is. I think we're tapping into something that is true about your mother, Katrina Rogers. My mother is very perceptive. 
And I, that's really what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking Very about. Very perceptive. Whenever I was drinking in high school, she always She's knew. lived a life. Oh. Oh. Well, she sure has. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. The, the coronet. Okay. So the coronet. I was like the princess of the coronet. <laughs> <laughs> I was the princess of the coronet yes. in and out of this theater every single goddamn day of Come my on. life until I was 12 years old. Then Michael Flanagan, owner of the Largo, yes. famously bought it. Yes. It was a, a, a beautiful exchange of keys really? between my father and him. They really? loved each other. He was so happy. The, the exchange was gorgeous. Okay. He said, take the keys. He said, take the keys, Michael Flanagan. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Looked at each wow. other in the eyes, kissed. Daddy, mm. <laughs> daddy. And so the theater world of Los Angeles is changing right now. But when I was growing up, it was very bizarre. It yeah. was really like, who does theater? Cricket, cricket. Right, sure. really. It was either first stop or last stop in a career. Yeah. Whoa. Totally. Or it was side job, like passion side job. Like my father worked with Megan Mullally many, many, many times wow. because it's what she would do between jobs. And yes. before she got Will and Grace, she was always working in, in these like avant garde theater productions. Yes. And that's how she met Nick Offerman. Right. Is actually wow. through a production my father <gasps> was producing. How fucking fabulous is that? I, it's fabulous. so funny because you forget them as theater people. They theater are. People. And they, they are, are though. theater and people. And that shows yeah. up in what they do now. It really does. The big choices, mm. the kind of theatricality that still works on, yes. on camera. It translates yeah. still. But it's like, but in this theater space, as in all like spaces, actors inhabit, there's this like precarity of wealth. There's people that have wealth that can like put on the production and then mm -hmm. the actors are like literally penniless yeah. mm -hmm. you know or like just came here or are literally like if this doesn't work for me I'm gonna kill myself you uh -huh, know what I mean like uh -huh. they're literally like either first string or last string on the rainbow of strings right. you know and um, so I was and then I was like a scholarship kid at a private school down the street from mm -hmm. the theater so I would go from the private school walk to who walks in LA? Who walks? Literally, Honestly, Ruby literally me too. If you I miss New York right? and I walk, I walk. Right? I walked an hour to the gay bar. You walk? Which gay bar? High tops. Oh wow! If High you, tops. It's a new one. Okay, if I'm you, out. I'm you, out of the scene. I forget what it used to be called. It's across the street from Beaches. I just want to say, okay. if, if you walk in LA <laughs> with like a tote bag or a backpack or any pouch mm -hmm. you get the the looks are crazy really? you get are crazy everyone's like what the hell are you doing and you're like i know i'm not from here yeah no having a backpack in la is psychotic people look at you like why aren't you dressed in half a t-shirt where's your really? car where's, where's your yeah. car are yeah. you yeah. are you homeless yes, yeah yes. i mean it's weird in that way and it's like I was always interfacing with this hot, with people that were fabulously wealthy and people that were dirt, 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 mm. poor. Mm -hmm. So it's this, and then like, you know, my parents were the paying paycheck to paycheck. We yes. were precarious. I was living in a precarious situation yes. yeah. always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, baby blanket under the box office um, oh. desk. Wow. Would take naps there. I can do a box office blind. I like lived my life at this theater. No joke. I really did. And, you know, it was just like, it was like you saw all walks of life here. You yes. really did. So yes. people being like, I grew up in the theater. Like, actually, no. Ruby McAllister truly, truly grew up. I really grew up. Like, and it's yeah. like, I, I remember uh, <laughs> I was fucking somebody for the first time. Yes. You know, that hot, intimate moment. He was oversharing about his life at one. Okay. He started talking, talking about his dead dad. Wait, blah, blah, wh blah. when was this? 
just like once upon a time. Okay, two okay, years great, ago, great, whatever. Great, great. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm from LA. Like I'm from theater in LA. And then he was like, yeah, I can imagine you in a studio lot, like driving the little golf carts. And I no. go, no. no. And I get on top of him and I look him in the <laughs> eye and I go, I'm from the theater and you will never have sex with another lady from LA theater again. I am the only person you will ever meet that will say this to you. And I remember saying that with full confidence. And it's true. Well, he'll never. He'll he never, will, will never have sex with another person that can say that. Never. God. Never, never, never. never because never, it also, never. does it exist still? It does. It Weirdly, Uber is sort of rejuvenating live performance in LA. Okay, explain. Is it? Yeah, because you can go out later. Oh. And you can drink and have a good time. Huh. And it's sort of like more seductive than it used to be. <laughs> you know, I'm finding being out there, like I'll do like a show a week. And I'll feel like, okay, that's the way it is. And like even um like people that I'm I'm friends with out there that are stand-ups, like they only get up like two, three times a week. Yeah. Whereas like in New York, it's like it's a bop, thing bop, of bop, like bop, bop. twice a night for some people. Yeah. For me, it was like four times a week and that was like fine. But like right. once a week now I'm getting up in LA. I know. I well, I think that but like it's can about you imagine else. in the nineties? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I just think it would be like once a month or something. Really? Like I don't Whoa. know. It's just so nobody wanted to nobody wanted to do live anything in LA when I was growing up. So you're saying it felt more desolate back then than it does now. Definitely. Wow. But there was like these vibrant communities like the community that Megan Meg Mullally and yeah. Nick, Nick Offerman were a part of this like avant-garde theater troupe that was very vibrant and that mm. was like a community that like congregated mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. otherwise it was like these crazy vanity projects from like out of work soap opera stars that yeah. hadn't worked in 30 years and they're like i want to do my one woman show called take me or leave me like it's <laughs> like it was like it was like that and like i remember my dad had to put on a musical about um, uh, the the story of Hare Krishna yeah. <laughs> called Blue wow. Dove. Blue Dove. And it was like the song, it was Blue Dove, the only one, the earth begun. Blue Dove. <laughs> like, yes, come on, Jingle. Yes, Blue Dove. You would think that Blue was a, a commercial for soap, Mama. Blue, it would, right? really would. Blue, Blue Dove. Dove. Blue Dove. Honestly, yes. the title of that, Blue, Blue Dove. Dove. And that, it was like, it was TM. a lot of that. It was a lot of that. Wow. Yeah, TM, I hope yeah. nobody Wait, has I have, I have a question for you. Nick. So outside of Megan and outside of Nick, did mm. anyone from that theater community that you were growing up with, did they transition into more mainstream success? And or like kind of was it just like the theater people were staying in the theater people? Ah, this is really interesting. Jane Lynch. Mm -hmm. Jane Lynch. Um, did like work with that avant-garde theater community company called the evidence room it's no longer around um that was like an east side la thing mm. um and then who else there was this there's uh out of the cornet there was a <laughs> there was a there is a production called jutopia oh i've heard of this that had a run on broadway i've heard of oh this. wait yes i think i remember yes. Jutopia. and then like people would come into the theater <laughs> with their stuff like claudia uh claudio whatever 
blowing through life sideways. That was sort of like oh, a popular no. game. <laughs> now I'm really gonna like no, reveal how decrepit I am. And then um, who else? <laughs> Julia Sweeney. But that oh. was she did some one woman shows there after her bout of cancer. Yeah. And but that was after you know that was after yeah. and now as post and, and, and yeah. Now and she's Lily Tomlin. Great. My dad worked with Lily Tomlin for oh a while. Wow. So it was like, but again, obviously already famous. But it, but Jane Lynch really came out of that was like the only one I can think of. Yeah. She's huge though. I mean that's huge. Huge huge huge. But found success in television so All, then, everyone that's what you do right you know? so, so you know theater in LA and then you moved to New York <gasps> when when I was 18 and with what goal interesting I think to get fucked yeah. <laughs> to be honest I just it was this I just was I was hypersexual and I just thought that it was easier to get laid in New York, and it was. It was wow. easier. Yeah. Okay, can I say I'm going to reveal right now? Come on, it is much easier for me in LA. Why? Why? But do you think I that think, is? but I think much culture easier. has changed in okay. the like eight years I've. You know nine, what? Ten yes. years the, I've been here. D- you're right, because in the past ten oh years, God. gays have been <laughs> unleashed <laughs> in the world. Dark, yes. dark, dark. But also, like, I also grew up in West WeHo. Did I did. You? Yeah. Ah. Oh, Kings Road and Melrose, baby. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I mean. It's just the straight culture has changed significantly. Straights don't have sex. They don't. Sex is over for sex them. Sex is over. Zizek, you know. Zizek. Zizek famously said we're post-human and post-sex. What was this whole Zizek debate? Bait last night. What was the debate? I was what? so Explain confused. it because I've heard nothing about it. I was going to listen to it before coming here <laughs> just to have like, oh yeah, culture. Um, no, it's it was a debate between Zizek, Zizek and, and Jordan Peterson. Yes. And it was like subtitled... Uh, capitalism Peterson yes. versus Marxism Zizek. Zizek yeah. um, and it was a huge debate and I don't really know how it was concluded. I, I don't know what was said. I, I was just, mar- it, it was trending on my Twitter yes. and I was like, what the fuck, is, why is Zizek trending? Like I felt well, truly. Zizek is a huge, yeah. Oh, well, he's, huge. A, he's, a, he's a huge deal, yeah. but it's also like, I haven't heard of, from him in like I'm in five it. years. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I'm and just one dumb. of the elements of the discussion was straight sex is over. Humanism is no, over. No, 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 no. no. One of his he, his <laughs> quotes of recent quotability has been, "We are post-human, post-human and, and therefore post-sex." I see. And he, in an interview, he's asked, "When's the last time you've had sex?" And he goes, "Never." That's that's which I'm obsessed. With. I mean, like because he used never because because he he's into erasing his sexual history because he's famously dates models and shit. But he goes, yeah. "When's the last time you've had sex?" Because never, never. I bet there's some love that. To that. I mean, that's I love that's it. So it's so honestly, him. that's so honestly anti Katrina, but very <laughs> it's pro-ruby. extremely anti Katrina. But in 2010, New York was sex, 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 sex for the straights, and I was 18. I was on the scene. I was banging. Right now, you know the the straight <laughs> scene is really cricket, cricket. Is it, it is really? really? You know, you're not cricket. the first to say this. It is really creaky, creaky, creaky. I don't understand necessarily the the <clears throat> factors, but all I know is that. My thing is that I've noticed that for in the straight culture, it's like these things are sort of like collapsing into one with like queer stuff where it's like, oh, everyone's fucking each other. It's like yeah. straights aren't having sex because um, – or straights aren't dating at least. Mm-hmm, they're not dating. Because um, – The world is ending, right? Because the world that's is ending. Yeah, that's the excuse anyway. And um, <laughs> people who are in committed relationships who are straight are fucking everybody. Yes. Are and then, and then it's hard for it's hard to hold someone down. It's hard to like get to a level of commitment with someone that you're starting to date because they mm-hmm. just want to keep fucking other people yes. too. 
I mean, this has always been a thing with the gay community. I'm I'm surprised, but not but not shocked to hear that it's crossing over to the straight community because I just feel like patriarchy affects them more because they've always had to live inside the box and they think, oh well, monogamy is something that we do. And then with the rise of queer culture, visibility, you understand that there really are truly no rules. We are all animals, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm not surprised. To and hear I about also the fall think, of like, weirdly. Come on. Sorry. No, please. Um, sorry, I'm just going to get my cans on again. <laughs> um, I just think, like, with the opening of monogamy and stuff, yeah. which is, um, it puts a lot of things, I don't think it's bad. I think it's fabulous or yes, it's evolution. Yes. And I believe, I love Star Trek. Like, I believe in the future. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I believe in the future too, Star I do. Trek. I love Star Trek. I do. Star I'm, Trek I love is more the only Star Wars, but. Thing. Oh, really? Interesting. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, but we'll then, talk about that later for sure. I, um, but you know what I mean? I believe, like, evolution is eminent. We have no control. We're going to, we we have to. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. But so, like, yes, monogamy, let's crush it, let's break it down, let's not do it. But in that <laughs> process, I think monogamy, what was bonding the straights is that <laughs> men. This is really an interesting note is that a lot of men actually don't understand why they're attracted to women and are just sort of biologically thwarted to do it and are like, no, like I, you know, (laughs) similarly, my hot take, (laughs) my hot take, the cans are falling off as we speak because it's just such a hot take. Similar. I'm also wearing like a polyester shirt. That I have to tell you, I'm be... fucking obsessed with your shirt. Okay. It's beautiful. It's polyester. I, love I it. thought it was cotton, but I'm sweating polyester. <laughs> I'm so hot. Okay. Anyway, I um, I'm oh so hot God. right now. Okay. So anyway, what? Take off the no, because now I'm sweating and I'm nervous, and, and we're just gonna no. keep. We're gonna trek through this. We really are. We're gonna I'm get jacked. through it. I'm, I'm jacked. I'm jacked. Evolve. We, we're gonna evolve through this. Okay. Embrace Katrina. Because the thing is, embrace Katrina. Hashtag embrace. Katrina is I think that nobody talks about this Come watch on. out <laughs> what is it? there is an inherent shame mm-hmm. in liking the opposite sex uh, okay uh-huh. yes. there is I there is shame unpack it unpack it in that okay I will I am a woman yes. I've always ha- liked you know women are hot and men are hot but I've always also really liked men yeah yep. okay I, but I'm not interacting with men right? No. that are sexually attracted to me as much. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, gay friends very early on mm-hmm. and women friends. And those were my, there was no platonic. Yes. There was nothing. And so then when it's you protective. get. It's protective. It's protective. It is. And then you get this, these urges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and famously, I, I was at girls school and I was hooking up with girls. But then yes. I was getting these urges of like, I need it. I need. A dick. I yep. needed it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, okay, wait, this is horrifying. I yeah. don't know how to talk to these people. I don't want to. Who yeah. even are Who they? Are they? I don't want to talk to them. What do I have to say to them? But I need their dicks. And the shame is. And in the that shame need. is in that need. It's this... like, how do I relate to this person? I have nothing to say, and I just want their penis. Yes, <gasps> this oh is my... so important. Right. And I, th- and I think actually, and, and that's where sexism is born. Really, I'm truly because it's so in the same way with a straight man is like towards I, women. Yes, and they also run the world. Exactly. So then they're able to commiserate about can, this, and then they oh, I get how I can get a va- I can get my penis in a vagina. Yes. yes. Is, I'm going to dominate her. Yes. I'm going to neg her. I'm going to make fun of her. And she's going to be bashful, bashful, bashful. And with her mutual need for my genitals, she will deal with it. She will deal with it. Oh. And that is 
sexism. Yes. Oh, Do you know what I'm saying? My God. <laughs> and then we go monogamy, 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 and then we have to deal with each other because there's this like weird, shameful bond. But with the polyamory thing, which I believe in, again, evolution, Star Trek, I believe in. <laughs> no genders, all genders, you know, I believe in yes, all of it. Yes, Humans are over. Humans are over. Exactly. But oh, with, potential the, title of with, the, with the lack of monogamy, now we have to look at our sexism in a really brutal way. Yes. And then men have to question, why the fuck am I dealing with women? Mm-hmm. I can't talk to them. Ugh. I don't want to talk to them. I'm going to masturbate or get a sex doll or have anonymous sex or whatever. Or figure out that I'm actually pinning down something else, which is that I don't even like women. Well, yes. This is what's at happening. At all. And I don't even want to have sex <laughs> anymore yes yeah. yes so it's that's huge and i think you know the lack of monogamy is really putting these terms into a blasting stadium light oh, at least for me d- in the dating pool because then some men i'm realizing i'm having sex with them and i go they really love women and they want the divide to be broken they want to get intimate with me yes. and they don't have the language for it yes but th- or I date men and they I go, oh, they have no use for women. They have no use. And they want to be gay and they can't be right. for some other reason. Maybe biologically yes, they aren't yes. or whatever. You know what that's like? Or they're not fluid or whatever. But it's like, oh, my God, what is the use for women? This Is, is this what you're saying? In the past, the sexism was there was a violence and sexism mm-hmm. that was outward and now the mm-hmm. violence is inward, inward. Yes. where you're just like absolutely well I'm gonna just close myself off and fuck mm-hmm. every and, and that's and get on Twitter to, yes and that's yes. how it translates to fucking everybody and nobody at the same time exactly it's like it's, it, so it's a non it, and like weirdly the monogamy <clears throat> was bonding the straits together yes. in a really intense way and you had to deal with the sexism quietly or to yourself or just with your partner behind closed doors but there was a contract baby whether it was a real one wedding or otherwise there was a contract of if you fuck other people that's not okay yes but now it's There's, fine Sort so of. what's the need? Like it's it, it really does put so much in question, and it yes. puts is sexuality by like biological is sexual like what is sexuality? And because there's no economic need for marriage exactly. anymore, and and monogamy, I guess right. if you like go outward, if you zoom out, then like no one gives a shit. Right. This is so interesting that we're talking about this because I'm also dealing with it like in terms of in the gay community as well mm-hmm. because so, having moved to a new city for the time being at least. Um, and dealing with like the politics of meeting a large new group of gay men. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting because you all meet each other and you think the first thing you think when you see someone is, what do I want out of this? What do you want out of Mm. this? Like what, what what will we gain from it? What is it? Is it friends? Is it sex? It could be both. It could be nothing. And so something that I had a conversation with someone who I hooked up with Mm -hmm. and then it became clear the second time we hung out that it wasn't going to be that we kind of sat down and talked about why that is. And it's like, well, when something could be friendship, which is more lasting, mm. why would it be the other thing, um, which What's is sex, sex okay. which is really just, so that, and that dominates a relationship. But then you realize neither of those things have to dominate a relationship. We're just used to culturally, mm. you either fuck someone and deal with the politics of the relationship mm-hmm. later, yeah. yes. or you are friends with someone and are surprised by or deal with attraction. the sexual yes. Re- yes. relation later. Whereas mm-hmm. we could live in a world where those things were all just more a part of an equal, or the equilibrium of those things was just something we all accepted. You know what I mean? Like we could just have these kinds of relationships, but the patriarchy mm-hmm. has 
ruined us all, at yes. least in our generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we are looking for all or nothing. Yes. And that is... Capitalism. Capitalism, (laughs) the patriarchy, that is tough. And that is, I think, resulting in a lot of depression in the gay community that I'm observing and you're saying like Mm -hmm. amongst women and I think secretly, quietly amongst men. Mm -hmm. And you can see it in the baby boomer generation who are all depressed or at least like I think not all, but a a huge symptom Mm -hmm. or a huge theme like, you know, you think about the movies they were making like 10 years ago when they were first discovering this, like American Beauty. Right. You know what uh, I mean? Like things like that where it's like, or like the Ice Storm and things like that. Oh, Ice Storm. Never saw it. I'm oh on my, my God, Katrina Bowen. tonight. You are so, so Katrina. Katrina. So like what I'm saying is like these kinds of things like where the tension is that I hate my life because I'm married. And because I'm Because I had children. Because I'm trapped. That is sad. And we are dealing with phase two of that. Yeah, we are. Which is it's which the evolution is, forward. Yes. Star Trek. And I it's and it Star is a Trek. moment in time. And I, I think like this is inevitable. I don't think it's bad. Like I don't want monogamy to be something that binds anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for anybody. But we are in this bizarre transitional period, especially on a heteronormative scale. And the fact that I even have to even basically interact with a heteronormative culture. Culture. What I, which is profoundly bizarre for it's me. It's offensive. It's offensive for me, but I, I do. Yeah, you know, and I, and I'm sorry for being like vagina girl, penis boy here, but I'm just talking about for all the listeners. I'm, really sorry. Yes, I'm just totally. talking about a heteronormative culture, yes. and that's why I'm using these vagina really, girl, penis boy. And I'm sorry, and no. I'm just talking. No, I'm just talking about pejorative heteronormative yes. culture. Okay, thank you, everybody. Anyway. We're all on board. Because we are in Star Trek territory. We are moving past that. We have Honey. moved past that. Yes. Honey. 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 The ship has sailed. And yes. by ship, I mean the Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are all on that invisible fucking yes. ship. Yeah, honey. Bitch. We really are. And it's we are just dealing... We. Are, we are going to have to negotiate these terms. And I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what it is. But it, there is this bizarre sexual apathy, apathy that's going on right now in heteronormative la-la land yes. because we cannot be bound by our differences yes. anymore. And we, to, are, we have to confront our differences. Yes. We have to love the op- We have to love the opposite. Oh, yes. It's so and interesting. It's crazy. It's so interesting to see a heteronormative culture embrace something like, let's just say in the mainstream RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Which is born out of drag, which rejects mainstream culture Mm -hmm. and says, this is not real. In fact, nothing is. And it's all play. Right. Mm -hmm. But then to see something like that get absorbed by the mainstream, I think shows we're interested in Mm -hmm. having this conversation and we're interested in the themes, but... We are not necessarily ready to take all those steps forward because you'll still hear people say, you know, and I'm one of them, like, mm-hmm. I would like to figure out a monogamous relationship. Yeah, I would too. I love it. I, I, I love the <laughs> idea of that. But I worry that the animal inside me will make that impossible. You know what I mean? I genuinely worry that. Did you did you read The Argonauts by Maggie Nelson? Oh, have I? Oh, my God. Shattered. He's got to read it. This Shattered is my new goosebumps. thing. Goosebumps. I, this is my huge thing. Twenty nineteen is I go look and point at my arm when I get goosebumps. Look, look. that's her huge. That's her huge <laughs> thing. Twenty nineteen. Look. look, goosebumps. 
He's got to read it. Because, I got to oh read it. Oh my God. What is it? Can you're you talk about Lu- Katrina? You're going to. Katrina. 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 Can you believe that the, the Katrina in this room is not, is not reading it? Well, can you just describe for so, me and the listeners what the Argonauts is? Basically, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a whole book that's like a love letter to this uh, the writer Maggie Nelson's partner. partner who Harry I'm, Dodge, who's like an amazing experimental artist in Los Angeles, like a legend. Legendary. In, in Los Angeles. Katrina. Come on. Okay. In Los Angeles, Katrina. <laughs> okay. I'll look so, for her. So she's writing this book as she. She's pregnant with their child uh, at the same time that he transitions. Yes. Oh, I see. And the and like the whole thing that she ruminates on in the book is she's like, it's it's interesting to like to sort of fall into some mental model of heteronormativity yeah. while yes. I while I have this human growing human inside of me. Growing inside of me while I'm also queering Ugh, sexuality and relationships. Truly look. <laughs> like it's it, I mean it just goosebumps no, I for see days. Look, <laughs> I see the goosebumps. Look, I see it's a step forward into heteronormative ideas. Well she well, but, she, but she's in a queer relationship. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she is dealing with yeah how she's the roles, negotiating that. She, she's negotiating the roles of the inherent question of what is my boundary and what is theirs. Yes. How can we be similar and different? I'm also intimately involved with this human that has not even been born yes or gendered yet mm-hmm. and it's like oh it's beautiful. and it's, it's so beautiful and there's a sequel <gasps> coming out what and it's harry's perspective oh my of that God. time you're gonna lose your mind but harry's writing it yes oh you're gonna God. lose your mind i'm so excited you have to read this myth. you do katrina really is gonna katrina love it katrina is gonna love it you it's would love it i'm into star it trek. yes very star trek <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. very When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com. Forward slash culturistas. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Just yeah. to switch gears here. Yeah, 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 absolutely. The Star Trek theme that's been appearing mm-hmm. in this episode thus far <laughs> compels me to ask you about we it. We have absolutely. to ask Now, are you a Star Trek queen? I'm, I wouldn't say a queen. I would say I'm a cadet. Yes. Um, because I'm very new to the Star Trek enterprise. Yes. Um, I've had... What are you absorbing? Okay, so a person that I have been like vaguely involved with for a minute yes. now, but very heteronormative ambiguity That's dealing beautiful. with that, negotiating with that. We um, love. Yeah, we love you, gay baby. And my best friend who does Gigi with me, they are born on the same day. Oh, what day? October 23rd. Okay, Scorpios. Scorpio Libra Cusp. I see. Thank you. And love them. My last boyfriend. Scorpio Libra. I'm, mm. I'm addicted. I'm absolutely addicted. I am too. Absolutely oh, God. Addicted. It chills, 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 chills. The Apollonian Dionysian divide of oh. Libra, <laughs> Apollo, Scorpio, Dionysian. I can't get enough. All my best oh. friends are Scorpios. Oh, me, me too. What Scorpio. Are you? What are you? Leo. 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 How interesting. Me and Kat Cohen. Oh, yeah. oh and that, that, and it can, you, that can, you, can you read? That absolutely you can, you can read. P. I know. I'm a Pisces. How do you feel? Love that yeah. Moon and Pisces. Moon oh and my Pisces. God! This is a water sign show. This is a water sign show. Water sign show. Let's go to restarts. Okay. I am. Get this. I am Stop. Pisces. My Moon is in Pisces, and I'm I'm like rising Stop. Pisces. I'm entirely water. All Pisces. So you are Katrina. You are psychic. I I have incredible minds that can tell the future you can um no but and and, oh my god and your friendship with mo also pisces queen pisces queen (laughs) and uh, other good friend dave is a cancer Mm. Uh, so cancer cancer truly (laughs) cancer cancers for me it can be tough yeah it It always starts tough with me with cancer i get a little with cancer opposed to pisces sarah sherman who i'm touring with right now Pisces. love sarah literally since i was a baby 
addicted to Scorpios because mm, yeah. passion, obsession with darkness, obsession with yeah. criticality. So smart. I think all Scorpios are geniuses. I really do. Come on. And I have for a while thought you were a genius. Stop bond. it. Anyway, so um, Star and Trek. I'm Star Trek, and I'm obsessed. I'm truly obsessed. The 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 cancers are a little hard for me just because they're very high maintenance in a oh, way yeah. that at the Scorpios little things are big deals exactly yes. and the Scorpios go this is my boundary yeah. at one so you go <laughs> I deal with it I yeah. deal with it I fuck with that uh, Pisces go I'm sort of scared I'm crying I'm crying <laughs> and this is hard for me yeah. and I'm like okay Leo huge heart Pi you know I go okay okay you're crying <laughs> but the cancers go mm. Mm. No. They go, ugh, I'm eating the salad and I hate it now. And I go, you're going to have to eat that salad. Yeah. You're, you're going to yeah, have to eat that salad. Where the, right. At where the Scorpios go, I'm not going to fucking eat a salad. And Pisces go, I realize if I don't eat this salad, someone else would have wanted the salad who really needed it. <laughs> and they fucking eat that salad. And they cry later and they go, I have diarrhea. That salad sucked, but I, I ate it. it but, I shouldn't have but, eaten it. But I, but I needed but to. But I needed to. You have such a beautiful, holistic view of astrology. Thank you. Do you know the podcast, What's Your Sign? No. This is a really, really good podcast. They do it in LA. I was on it. Yeah, they of read course, my LA. entire <laughs> They read my entire chart. It's three comedians that do, that are obsessed with astrology. Love that. And um, they read my whole chart and they, I swear to God, I, I wasn't really a believer and until I mm -hmm. had my chart read and they mm -hmm. were able to tell me like what was Crazy going on with shit. it. And I, I was like, wow. wow. And now I kind of like, part of me is like still a little bit of a cynic about it because it's like, okay, but I actually like can't deny what I feel, which is, that everything I've been told has been pretty accurate. I'm, I'm, That's also a very huge Star Trek journey is that yes. everybody is sort of getting on board with the Astro shit. Famously, yeah. very Skeptic. Anti skeptic. Scorpios but, are. Scorpios are. But downloaded CoStar. Mm. And I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Are you on CoStar? I am. I, okay. But you, What's you CoStar? Tell the of, listeners. I sort of... CoStar? Yeah, a, what is it's, it? It's an astrology app. It, you, it gives you your whole chart and then it tells you like for the next daily, daily like, stuff, for the okay. next three weeks, this Coastar. is how you're... This yes. is these are the transits. The yes. thing is about CoStar, I get really like nervous uh -huh. about um the interface of CoStar. I don't like yes. the illustration. I don't like how it looks so much. Oh, got and it. that makes me feel really like scared. Okay, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Interfaces are a huge deal. That's why I'm intimidated yeah. by Raya. Oh. oh Leo Big Heart, the interface of CoStar, very very monochrome, very Yeah, I like bleak. And I it's like, I don't know. I, I follow this really weird Instagram astro Instagram called one word Leo mood sun oh Jesus and it's hype it's these pictures of these hyper Instagram like a iridescent girl like on a pink cloud in Japan <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is horrifying <laughs> and then you read it and you're like it's poetry Oh. And you're blown away, and then you look back at that iridescent, weird, like nails of iridescent cats eating a cupcake, and and then you're oh. like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Wow. Uh, just check it out. I can't describe it. It's really okay. fucking weird. Leo Mood Sun. Mm -hmm. So, do you, when it comes but to the, astrology, like, are you someone that like reads the horoscopes and follows mm -hmm. those, or are you kind of just like, I know what my sign is, and therefore I know what I feel and how I, I do relate. the transits. I read the transits mm. because that's really what everybody should be paying attention to because the transits What's dictate. It's how this. How how the planets are moving through the sky at a certain moment. I so see. right now we're entering Taurus today, yes. famously, and 
there's a transit with Uranus right now that hasn't. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Dark gay culture. Okay, <laughs> West Hollywood transit with you're, my anus. Yes, yes. your anus, bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, and then I. Uh, so that transit, the transit that's happening right now, hasn't happened in eighty years. Oh, wow. So there's gonna be a, new, a huge shift. And what does Uranus represent? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, Green. No, no, I'm, it's, I'm okay, asking. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so Uranus, it's, 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 no, no, no. Uranus, uh, Saturn. Yes. Which is Kronos. Yes. Time. Time. Ding dong, ding dong. Ding dong. Pluto. Mm-hmm. Okay, bitch. The sign of death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uranus is about philosophy, our understanding of perspective. Yes. Of um, our internal visions. Yes. Okay, which is really funny because it's anus, yes. internal yeah. vision. <laughs> I love it. I love Your it. Third, I love it. I love eye. it. Third yes, eye. Yes, the third eye. George Bataille. George. <laughs> Story of the eye. Story anus. of the eye. Anus. Anyway, the solar anus. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Oh. What I'm saying Ruby. is that there's something huge that's happening right now, oh, and it, oh and we're God. gonna feel it for a minute. Oh. And I read that. That stresses I, me out I, as a Pisces. No, nope. No. Hello, Katrina is alive and present today. You're right. That I is sh- huge. I should not That's back a- down from that. No, that is called Uranus shift. That's called <laughs> internal present vision. Yeah. And you as a Pisces will lead us on the t- Starship Enterprise, onto the Starship Enterprise, Star Trek, back to Star Trek, with your Pisces vision, okay. the more Katrina is released. The better for the world. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. I want to ask. I, we we got to ask Ruby the question. We, we do. Ha- have we to haven't ask even the gotten it. And what? We're we're fifty minutes in. <laughs> but the thing is, the, the thing is, I also, in the best way, feel I that this conversation has this been conversation. taking place for days. Right. Like, I feel yeah. Like, I feel like in the I best way, like, I've like learned so fire. much. Truly, I, I feel warm and crackling. This I is a, this is a beautiful, nurturing, amnionic conversation. Oh, my God, the, Argonauts. Argonauts. Chills. It, we're, I, we're, we're in the a birthing vessel. Yeah, What's we that are. word, amnion? Amnion. You're oh, like, like you're the, the birth. The yeah. liquid. Yes, okay. That's great. very Pisces. Yeah. Connect with that word. I do, I do, I do. The second I realized what it was, I connect. Yeah, you went. I, I really, you saw it Huge. happen. Well, let's let's just dip our toe in this. Absolutely. Ruby, okay. we asked the question to everybody. What was the culture that made you say culture is for me? This is the <laughs> pop culture. Rude. Or sort of this like. This is rude for me. Culture that like infiltrated you at a young age that made you say, okay, now I'm going to step into being the Ruby McAllister that we now have. Yes. Okay, this is hard, but it's it's camp. It really is yes. camp. Okay, camp because check it out really quick. I won't belabor this, but I was, <laughs> I'm famously not Jewish. <laughs> and, it, and it's really hard for me. Um, I went to preschool at a JCC on Olympic Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. I love wow. Sent there. Bizarrely, I asked my mom the other day, why did you do that? She goes, I don't know. I was like a crazy liberal in the 90s. Was it because it was full day? <laughs> I, it was full day and it was cheaper there than you, private that's school. Why they, that's why. That, that is why parents send their kids to schools that mm-hmm. they wouldn't normally do because it's full day. Because my sister went to a full on. Mm, we were Catholic, but she day. went to a Catholic school kindergarten because it was full day and they had no other full day kindergarten. And my mom was like, my daughter will be going to school for a full day <laughs> for kindergarten. So. I went Baruch Atadonai Olehenu Melikolam every oh, fucking Friday. Happy wow. Passover. Fr- happy Passover. From, I, from Friday from ages three to five. Wow. That's formative, okay? <laughs> so huge years. Huge, 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 huge. I did not celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, I did not celebrate any of these holidays, but I lied and I said that I did. Wow. Obviously, I didn't want to be the only, right? Could, no, you then course. one day, my mom, one year, she goes, we are going to celebrate Hanukkah this year. I'm sorry that we haven't before. I know that you feel really like isolated. <laughs> 
And I'm like, great, fine. My mom in the back room of our WeHo rented one story. Yes. Bunklow. Had a table where she would read tarot cards because obviously my mommy is a, also from California. A little Gugu Gaga, you know? Yeah, right. A little Gugu Gaga. Mom's name is Sue. Sue. Love, Love that. that. Very Sue comforting, Sue. Lee West. Sue Lee West. Yes. Oh, I know. mama, I know. coming to the stage. <laughs> I know. Sue, Sue Lee West. West. And she would read her tarot cards on this table. I was small, obviously. I'm still small, short. <laughs> I go rummaging. Underneath the table one day. Yeah, okay. What Suddenly, find? I find this box. Oh, shit. A VHS tapes. Oh, God. On it, beautiful box. Mm. It was a gorgeous box. Really colorful. Okay. And I read the words. Well, I couldn't read it. But uh, what it was. You knew they were words. You saw the I glyphs. popped in the tape. I popped in the tape. Yes. I pop into tape, and it is Pee Wee's oh, Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm. I found a box set of Pee Wee's Playhouse at age three, and I come home. My mom goes, "Oh no, that was your Hanukkah gift." Oh, and I was hiding it under my table as a Hanukkah gift. Oh, and I no. go, "You were hiding this from me," and my I watched one, two, three, four, go, head exploded. Wow. Yeah, and the like tortured gay culture that is camp mm -hmm. in a way like Paul Rubens famously can't come out well, right I, right that whole thing and then wow is he gay yeah yeah well, yes but, and, but he, <laughs> God. right the fact 2019 yeah. we're still Katrina goes is he gay yeah that's kooky well, nutso I mean at this point yeah. 2019 at this point everyone's like Paul Rubens gay yeah right. but it doesn't matter to him it because doesn't. it's too late the patriarchy has ruined someone it's like true. that. And yeah. He was You're ruined. Right. It's he even true ruined. with someone like, what's his face? Dancer. The workouts. Oh, oh. Richard Simmons. Richard, Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. A tragedy. A tragedy. A tragedy of the patriarch. But, Absolutely. Yes. And the, the, the camp of Pee Playhouse illuminated me to myself. And then, the, weirdly, that allowed me to look at the shit my parents were around and producing and stuff. Like, uh -huh. my mom produced... A run of Lipsinka. Oh, when I was seven. So you, did you ever meet Lipsinka? Yes, many times. Oh, and wow. she showed me that she stuffed her gowns with socks. Yes. And it it was like then I understood Lipsinka. Do you yes, know what I mean? Like yes. it was Pee Wee's Playhouse was this like gateway, gateway to understanding like oh the shit that my parents are doing is cool yeah. and like. I get it and it's mm -hmm. fun and it's crazy and it's referential and it's for you and not for you and you and not for it's exclusive but yes. not but populist at yes. the same time it's Absolutely. for everybody yes and so yeah camp camp is the culture of my soul I who I am that and totally tracks yeah and I mean this is not necessarily camp but it sort of is in the, that orbit where I the first thing one of the first things I said to you in person mm -hmm. was like you are so you are so Betty Davis. Mm -hmm, you are. Mm -hmm, so, you give mm -hmm. me that vibe. Not. 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 Not that. Not. Not camp. I mean, Betty isn't camp. She isn't. Well, no. But now she is. Now, she, now is. she is. Now she is in the characterizations we know of her. You know what I mean? Because even Susan Strandon in portraying Betty yes. Davis said it was hard not to do a drag queen camp version of her because that is what everyone wants. Right. right. But that's the thing about camp that when since I was exposed to it so so young. I realized that I could it, I could adapt a bravado mm -hmm. and it and it be genuine to myself. Yes, that it was speaking to an essential expression right. of who Absolutely. I was, Ugh. rather than me being dragged totally inherently. Yes. You know what I mean? And 
so yeah, that's Ugh. that's what I'm all about. So yeah. I have a question for you. What are your feelings on the Met Gala adopting a uh, camp theme this year? Is that really the theme? That's, yeah, that's happening. The theme, the theme uh, is camp. Now I got chills, but in a bad way. Look bad. <laughs> and that was why I asked because it's this thing of when something that is so niche in its a powerful in its nicheness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then becomes for everyone. Now we're going to have to see Kylie Jenner come out in a camp costume. But the thing is, is camp is a really has been, of course this is happening because camp has been in a very interesting place in the past few years because of Instagram yeah. and because of just like the, the increase of social media and fast fashion. Yes. People can buy campy things without needing to really inherently search for them. Totally. They are everywhere. Now, camp is in a really huge shift to the point at which it's not really camp is in a shift because I think what we know as camp is going to change it's going to be a more because it always has to subvert it, it yes. always has to um, be relative to something else. Yes. Yes. And it so it's changed. It well, is an interesting because now camp, it is. It now really camp is. is like now camp is like um you know Ezra Miller, like wearing a gown, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, and, and the only reason that's considered camp is because he is a mainstream star acting outside of the norm, right? And and this is the this is mm, and maybe controversial. I think it's I, be, I think it's great that Ezra Miller is wearing dresses. Uh, it's 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 you know he should be able Me to dress too. however the I fuck he wants. I actually love those looks. Love, yeah, yeah, and he looks great. Um, but it's a tough place for camp right now mm-hmm. because everyone is checking each other to make sure we're all saying and doing the right things and being yes. like it was operating within boxes well, that are uh, welcoming or inclusive mm-hmm. or respectful, et cetera. And now it's interesting because camp is that one thing that was embraced by the other community. And now right. anything that could be camp might test that. And do you know what I'm saying? I think what what's happening right now, because camp, I've read a lot about camp um, and like famously, obviously, notes on camp, Susan Sontag. There's this other book just called Camp yes. that is by this British author. I'm blanking I, on I his know, name. I know what book you're talking really? about. Really? I think so. I'll give it to you if you don't because his take on it is it's anti it's anti what Susan Sontag said about it which is um, the interface of high-low culture his take on it is that camp is actually a state of mind Mm -hmm. it is actually a psychology Mm -hmm. of people um, testing the limit of society Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. pushing it and not necessarily camp has an aspect of pushing but not necessarily fully adopting famously camp people talk about sex but when it comes to sometimes the sexual act are completely frigid Uh like that's a note he put in the book which i thought was fabulous 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 and i'm like i love that that's so real and i think while we are entering the starship enterprise Mm -hmm. The boundaries are shifting and therefore camp has to shift, as you're saying. And the society's boundaries are moving farther and farther and farther back that inherently camp has to move with it. Mm. So what we know as camp is now just an aesthetic. And ding dong, the Met Gala goes, camp is now just an aesthetic. But I'm saying, because I adhere to identifying as a camp person, is no, camp is we're finding the edge again. We're finding the back wall. Yes, we're finding yes, yes. where to keep pushing. Yeah. <gasps> and I think we're just in a, tr- again, we, culture is in such a massive transition right now because we have really pushed it forward these past few years really hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. with Trump and like, it's just, 
it's such a saturated time. Totally. Yes. And I think people are getting zoned out. I think people are bored. I think people are, are numbed. Um, numbed. So tough. we're we're pushing now, and it's, yeah. we're in a really bizarre moment. The transits. It's the transits. It's the transits. You know, on a more micro scale, yeah. <laughs> like like it's interesting that you're saying all this stuff, and then like I was talking to Sudi today at brunch, and I, we were saying how like um, Scorpio, Sudi, oh, Scorpio, love, Sudi. Of course, love Sudi. Yes. Well, she's the the definition. She's the of genius. The Scorpio. Yes, yeah, yes, the yes. genius Scorpio. Um. So we were saying how um. I was talking about how I don't get up that much in LA and that oftentimes when I do go up in LA, I'll be last. Like I'll be mm-hmm. last on the lineup. Mm-hmm. And they think, well, because he'll be big energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching everything else like in, in like, you know, stand up spaces and everything is still kind of still very low energy, low energy, low energy. And then there's this, you know, the kind of what's happening in New York comedy or at least mm-hmm. in the queer comedy scene in New York where everyone's performing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it feels like there's like sort of a shift in attention to like, performance Mm -hmm. and sort of that kind of thing where it's like, I'd like to be at a show and not know what's going to happen next. Um, And I think that interest Mm. in that kind of thing is a response to To being fucking bored with, it is, you know, even straight culture becoming yes. campy in its yes. own way. Mm-hmm. Because Trump is camp. He's camp a camp. It's, yes. it's, it's it is unusual. Yeah. How and, camp and it is, everything it is. It is bizarre <laughs> yeah. that that's the straightness is like Magnific- so, yeah. so, so big. Yeah. yeah. You it know is. what I mean? It it's is. like, it's gotten to the point where it's like it, the bucket is full. Exactly. The bucket is full. Yes. And- we need to fill a new bucket. And I, I don't know what the I don't know what that's going to be like. Again, I think really macro. I'm always thinking really huge. I'm mm-hmm. always thinking about culture, capital C. See? And it's just like I, my sense, Pisces moon. Mm-hmm. My sense is, you know, we're in a really uh, numb state right yes, now. We I are leveled out. The Mueller report was like, forget about it. I think everybody after the Mueller report was like, you got to be kidding me. I'm out. That yeah, was no, my, I, I mean, go, like, I think that literally was just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. yeah. It's you like, know? so you're saying he should, he, you're saying he shouldn't be there, but there's nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I mean, essentially brass tacks. That's what yeah, it is. And it's like, and it just, there's, it just goes, huh? So I what's d- the strategy now? And I just think like, we're going to go. I don't know where we're gonna go, but it's gonna be interesting, and I'm excited. I'm and not. It's not a negative feeling I have. Really. I don't have a negative feeling either. You know, but you know, you know what's interesting? You know what's put us in this place where we can do nothing about a bad situation? Rules, patriarchy, mm. rules, borders, the kinds of limitations that we have in places like this. The amount of boxes we have to check to fucking do something mm-hmm. about our hopeless situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bucket. Is full. full, yeah. I mean, I the only issue with that is that I believe Trump is very anti rules and very chaos demon and very much like release the you know like, yeah. <laughs> like, like th- open the door. What like, we're seeing is just like whoa. But it's, I it's do Mad think Max. It's, it's very like, Mad. Yeah, yeah. It's literally Mad yeah, Max. Yeah, yeah. In but fact, it in is fact. literally Mad Max. And and it's it just Mad Max Fury Road. I just think. I am focusing personally now back to micro is just about values. Like what does values mean? Right, what yeah. is morals? Mm. Do morals exist? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. is that a real idea? And so I'm just thinking about us. Uh, yeah. Just because of you're right. Like the borders, but the K <clears throat> like 
someone I want in the no center. Rules, but I want them born. It's just like what? Well, is that? someone chaotic in the center being somehow protected yeah, by people yeah. with no imagination. Yeah, you know, that's yes, what it, it's that's like. It. It's psychotic. It, I know. It, it makes no sense. And so now, what we have is I don't know. 16, 20, 45 candidates all stepping forward, all throwing their hat in the ring. Biden will have announced by the time this episode is out. We have all these people. <laughs> Katrina. Katrina. No, no, no. I mean, Katrina that's, that's is news. looking ahead. Yeah. I mean, by the time this announced, by the time this is out, two of them might have dropped out. But but to be honest, Katrina. where we're at right now is I'm looking at all these people <laughs> and I'm like, how do, you, how do you answer the chaos? Mm. How do you answer the chaos? And is the answer with someone who's a cipher. Because the big story right now is Buttigieg. And he is the big story right now. He is the big story right now. And the reason why he is hitting so hard mm -hmm. is because he is diverse enough for people, but also relatable enough for people and just enough for everyone. But if you look at what's actually going on, his policies are very much blank slate. And so mm, if what we're scary. answering this all with is a blank slate, then we have a lot of work to do with him because I do like him and I do think it could happen. But we have to fill that slate with something that really stands for something outside of capable. He's he's a mm. cipher and that he's bare minimum and then that you can and that people can just project whatever they want onto it. And and they're projecting hope onto him yeah. because the Obama narrative is beginning. And you know what I mean? Really? I think on, on him. I believe I don't it think so. I believe it is. I believe it is. I believe the Obama narrative. Whoa. This huh. is narrative okay. is beginning where people see him and he speaks to a lot of people. He's different. He comes from a marginalized perspective in, like for, for the most part. And he is a change in that we haven't seen him before. It's like, yeah. oh. It's the I narrative. I'm not saying he has saying. the same power. No, no, I'm no. not saying he has the same shortcomings or saying. skills. And look I'm at how the and narrative is beginning. And look at how cute his husband is. Oh, there he goes speaking French. And wow. We're like, impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, and you can't just be impressed. We have to, something has to happen where it's like we have to either celebritize him in the way that it can like compete with Trump because I do believe the star of the election will win. And I'm scared about that because Trump is. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I just think my personal answer is just everybody has to remind themselves about uh, wealth. <laughs> I just right. think yes, I, yes, I think yes. for me personally is like the way anyone will win is through the adaptation of unfortunately the the conversation about class. Yeah, yes, yes, whoever yes. does that act vivaciously in a new way in a mm. way that catches our that's the person who's gonna yes, win yes. I think that I think it's like it's a class thing it really absolutely. is absolutely it should be it should it always should be yeah. that that started happening in 2016 obviously the rattles of that uh -huh. Trump adopted it in his own vernacular but it I for me that is that's in this lull time of we're not talking about the we're not talking about saving democracy anymore I don't yeah. think I think that's sort of I think we have to start taking it's class. We, we have to start talking about it. And you know what's fascinating? It's not protecting our politicians anymore. You a, know what I mean? You're right. A story came out that said that I think it was like 40%. I'm off on this figure of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Love of, that. Of, 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 <laughs> I'm off. I'm, I'm off, off on this figure, figure. But, I, but I believe it's a large number yeah, of yeah, Bernie yeah, Sanders yeah. supporters. Uh, would vote for, it was 26%. Said that they would vote for Trump instead of Elizabeth Warren. Right. And I'm like, this is a huge problem 
That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because she didn't adopt a conversation about class fast enough. Yeah. To be honest. Which and is... it's also sexism, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the class thing is um at least also for me growing up in like uh, me as an artist, to be mm-hmm, honest, it's mm-hmm. all yeah. class for me going forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing uh, this? Class. <laughs> my agent, my manager. <laughs> um, it's all about class for me going forward. Come on. It is, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> it is. I love this. Don't you? This is as we get on the enterprise. As we get on the enterprise. And I think we're about to get on the enterprise. With I don't think so. With I don't think so. Honey. Oh. So here's the deal. One of the one of the top I don't think so honey moments of all time came when Ruby McAllister <laughs> stepped on stage and said I don't think so honey when your boot doesn't have a silhouette from the side. <laughs> and that was a that I, was a huge moment. People, <laughs> I could you could feel the air shift in the room. Yeah. People said this is something that I knew to be true, but I uh, no one's articulated it in this way, and. And what did you do? You edified. It was edifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the people. first thing she did was slap her goddamn foot on the floor and point to her foot. <laughs> slap and her foot so down. So the audience, the, the audience, the visual experience for the audience was very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the audio visual experience was, was made even better by yes. the fact that we could hear the foot stomp on the ground in the recording. Mm. Go back and listen. You hear that. Wow. Hear it, ladies and gentlemen. That was last November. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. And we, we're still talking about it. And we're still talking and about I'm it. And I'm really proud. I haven't seen a lot of bad boots in a while. I think it actually did I think you shifts. had an I really do. I'm not trying to pat myself up, but I really do think I did. I think I, it was a witchcraft. It was no more bad boots. Yes. You know? It was very much no more bad boots. Oh, my God. You know it. I don't I have, see a lot of bad boots. I don't. I don't, in fact, I don't see a lot of bad over boots. over there. Uh, I know. Hot producer Emma's wearing some That's good shoes. Good That's like a clog. Boot. A good clog. A clog boot heel. Clog I love that. Heel. I could never pull that off. Well, here we go. This is our one minute segment that we take to rant against something in culture. That's not good. That's and not we need good. to talk about here we and go. me on my Katrina today. I have something to say. <laughs> this is Matt Rogers Katrina Clarities Rogers. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. And it's time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Parents with a whole brood of kids that have this a name with the same first letter. Oh. It is not acceptable, especially when you have upwards of four, five in the year of our Lord 2019 children. No. Let me tell you a story. Come on. I don't think so, honey. A family I grew up with, they had five children. Their names, Brent, Blake, Boo. Blaine, no. Brock, no. and no. Brooke. Ew. And Ew. this is how you end up with Brock's in the world. Brock. This is why... <laughs> There are men out there named Brock. 30 seconds. Is because we have to follow these rules, honey. Oh. And you put rules already in your nuclear family. Family. Nuclear family. And we have all this. This is tacky, hun. 15 seconds. You know if you have a house full of kids with all these names, you also have tchotchkes in the house, probably with the names written on them. Oh. Stop it. You want, uh, here's what I'm okay with. Five seconds. Homes that have an animal theme tying it together. Yes. Here's what I'm not okay with. Homes that have all these kids with a B name. And that's one minute. I don't think so, honey. And that's oh, beautiful. Because guess what? <laughs> if you are the fifth of five and your name is also a B, you know what people <laughs> thought when they were naming you? Not about your legacy. No. They thought about their own legacy. That's so true. Oh, that's so true. That's, look. Look. <laughs> look, she points to her arm. And nuke, nuclear family, nuclear family. That family. 
is nuclear what a, family. family. Nuclear. No, he said nuclear family. Family. <laughs> I might have even said nuclear family. Uh, I love so that. excited that I pronounced nuclear I correctly that I jumped that. into family. Katrina, you are on Pahio. Oh, Listen, that. but tell me I'm wrong. Do you know these families? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is how Brock was. Uh, when you said There'd that, be I was no like, Brock's that, without it's it. It's so true because you go Betty, Boo Boo, Baba, Bibi, Brock. We had one. That's a Betty. That's a Boo Boo Baba that's name. That's a Boo Boo Baba name. <laughs> yeah, it is. And how many good B names are there that aren't Brock? Sure. Bill. Um. <laughs> fucking. We have we uh, the fa- this family growing up the Coens. Jamie, Jackie, Jaden. See, and the oh, thing is, like, God. at least they got Jayden away. Jaden is it also a product Jayden. of that. Jaden is a tough one. Also, Jaden, I think it's fucked up that Will and yes, Jada Pinkett I do. named I their do. kids gender flipped. I do. Disgusting. I agree with that. It's, because it is <laughs> that not. That is obscene. Uh, you, you rob your children of their own identity. It's not about their legacy. It's about yours. Yes. And I also don't like juniors. No, no juniors, please. Give your child their own <laughs> name. In fact, give them a star's name. Give them a star. Like Beyonce Knowles. Well, that's the same thing where you're not giving them their own identity, and it's 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 relative it's to Blue someone else's. Ivy. What like, did you say? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> that's also if you name it. If you name a child after a celebrity, then that also no doesn't no no. Give them I'm saying identity. you must follow in the footsteps of Matthew and Tina and name your child something like Beyonce. Oh, I see. So I see. that it can be a star. Got I thought God. It. I thought you yes. were saying name your child, child Beyonce. Beyonce like, and yes. No, or but but by the same token if Beyonce's <laughs> sister had been named Bolange then I would have had an issue but her name is Solange <laughs> her name what, was Bolange what did you say <laughs> well, there was something what, what did, did you, you say <laughs> Katrina famously Katrina Katrina's words what did, <laughs> did you, you say? say oh my god that's beautiful Katrina is I love this yeah, Katrina yeah I really do I celebrate it we're happy that Katrina's here tonight for the night of the live show I night know show. this is gonna ooh, be baby. ooh baby baby Baby, Listen, baby. All right, so this is Bowen Yang's okay. I Don't Think So Honey. His time will start now. I don't think so, honey. Coffee shops that have cold brew but not iced coffee. Whoa. I want an iced coffee, okay? And look, the culture has to shift in this regard mm-hmm. because mm. you're not going to fucking jack me up on whatever mm. insane 16-hour brewing, Oof. steeping process that is actually being put in some plastic... Mm-hmm. Nalgene bullshit tub <laughs> in your closet because trust me, I was a barista for all all of two days before I got a, a, a another seconds. job. <laughs> I know how, how the sausage gets made and it's disgusting and it's not acceptable. And I see you. I just want coffee that was that's been dripped, brewed with ice in it. Yes, and not hot coffee with ice seconds. that's been watered down. I want iced <laughs> coffee that's stored. Cold because you're not gonna fucking drive me insane and veer the course of my day off of its tracks. Five seconds. And you better fucking believe that I will sue all of you for all your worth once I have the capital. That's one minute. This wow. is important to talk about. Yeah, yes. it is. Because iced coffee, delightful. Delightful. Cold brew? Potentially another D word, dangerous. Yeah, because if yes. I, I've been on record on this podcast that when I have one cold brew, I become Scarlett Johansson in the film Lucy. Yes, a killing machine. You use one hundred percent of your brain. And I need to be drinking something, Bowen, especially yes. now in the writer's room that yes, I'm in. Yes. Something I've discovered about myself. You got it. You need it. You I need, need the it. drink. A I know. Me too. I mean, hello. 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 I need a beverage too. And this is what I've done, ladies and gentlemen. As I live and breathe, I have switched to iced Americanos. 
Thank you. Thank you. Because but it's just too much. It's too much. But is, is do, do iced Americano suffer the same thing as hot coffee with ice on it? Absolutely not. A- ice in it. Okay. Because no. it's a little it's just a little a little bit of hot liquid, which is an espresso. And it's already with, it's already water anyway. Yes. Got and it. it's just like it's it's so the much better. Property. The 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 cold brew fetish is bananas cuckoo cuckoo kong kong. Like it's like uh, it's like it's I Kukululu. just it is Kukululu. Cold brew is a product of of col- masculinity of, and col- <laughs> yes. colonialism. Yeah, Actually, I'll, t- I'll tell you something. I'm going to tell Wait, you something. Go no. on that, Bowen. I want to hear. And then I'll counterpoint because I think cold <laughs> brew is a product of liberalism gone too far. True. True. Which is. Colonialism, colonialism gone too far. You're right. You're this, right. We're this, all on the same team. Well, Wait, but coffee. I mean, nobody talks about where these beans come from. Oh. Well, I mean, <laughs> that is that is one aspect to it, of course. And we can't even get into that. Even even, but, if, even even if a place is as fair trade mm-hmm. as you know, think coffee. This is this is how cold brew is colonialism. It it just it is not a okay. product. It just is Walk colonialism. Okay, it is a cultural. Mm-hmm. Um, it is some. Any dangerous, destructive idea is just language. It's just distorted mm. words that are tied to concepts that, where the linguistic thing is that the concept doesn't exist without the word. And this is what it is. Someone said, this is a new invention called cold brew, and it's beautiful, and this is how it's different, and here's how we can push it and market it. And then it fully it fully just displaced iced coffee. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It, Displaced mm, it. really it. did. It displaced yep. it. And that is just colonialism. No, it is. That is so true. Mm. I've because never thought of it that way. I love iced <laughs> coffee, and you can't find it in America. You no. cannot. Not anymore? Not anymore. Honey, go to France. I mean, like, <laughs> where can we get an iced coffee? Where? France. I think the last one I had was Montreal. Uh, uh, there you go. I did did invoke the name of the greatest city in the world. Oh, and Montreal just is 11. London is 12. I didn't even say Montreal because actually I have breaking news. Montreal (laughs) has superseded being a city and has become a phenomenon. Oh, Oh! Katrina. Katrina. Beep, beep, toot, toot. You are driving the enterprise today, sweetie. Yes, I am at the helm. Move over, Mr. Kirk. (laughs) I don't even call you your name, Captain Captain Picard. No, Captain Kirk is straight culture. Okay, yes. Captain Picard is queer culture. Picard is queer culture, but didn't Picard, wasn't Picard captain of the enterprise? Yes. I'm unwilling to answer that question. No, but wasn't that first captain was Kirk? First captain. First captain was Kirk. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. If we're t- doing OG canon Star Trek, I believe. I'm, and we always are. Famously not. <laughs> we always I'm famously, are. I'm famously next gen, but I'm so new to this. Anyway, we're going to move on. Um, this is Ruby McCallister's. I don't think so, honey. Ruby? Oh, I can't wait for this. This is Ruby McCallister's. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People not saying murderer before they say Billy Joel. Oh! Billy Joel is a murderer. He killed somebody with a car. DUI, Long Island hunty. Brandy cannot catch a break. Yes, she killed someone in a car. That was an accident. She is a legend and she cannot escape this name. You know who else killed a car? A murderer with a car? Matthew Broderick. He cannot go down the street without someone saying murderer in a car. You know who can? A bloated, oh, semi-talented oh songwriter. Beep, beep, beep. But that's not to do, do. 
Billy Joel, he sells out MSG every seconds. single fucking night. I hear people on the street singing his goddamn song, not even knowing he is a murderer. Capital M. Five seconds. Next time you hear Piano Man, know it is an okay, less queer version of an Elton John song written by a goddamn motherfucking murderer. That's one minute. He that can is- text MSG in the morning, say, hey, I feel like playing and he can sell it out and there's blood on, on his, his hands. hands on the streets of Long Island oh you know God. what I mean if, I mean like Brandy shouldn't be called a murderer ever and neither should Matthew Broderick but why does uh, why? Billy Joel get the pass can you just tell us what exactly went down with, with Billy Joel because I didn't know this he, and it, was is, it was a DUI it was a DUI and he was murder. D he was, was very he was D. And somebody died? Someone Fuck. D- fully died. Oh, and so, my and so we, God. And we, and we yeah, nobody also, knows. Nobody, nobody knows. talks about it. Nobody knows. The other week, I was in a pizza shop. <laughs> yeah. I call it With a pizza store. icon. You call it pizza store. I love pizza, pizza store. store. I, I don't recognize the word pizza. I love pizza store. It's not in my canon. Oh, pizza pizza shop is good, too. And I was with famously uh, David Goldberg. Yes. yes. Love and that. we were, you know, talking, talking, talking. Blah, blah, blah. There's a girl who sits down. She was already making, you know, she was already a little too big for the context. Yeah. She was like boogie-ooging to a disco song in the pizza store. Okay. Yeah, it was too and much. It was just too much. And it was like, it's late. We know you're from out of town. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. just stop. The just performance. Stop. The performances ended at right. 11 exactly. exactly. Yeah. It was like one in the morning. It's just like, stop yeah. it. Then she sits down. She starts singing Billy Joel. Oh, top of her know. lungs. And I turn to David and I go, she's my nightmare. Yeah. And then she hears me. <gasps> oh, shit. Come on. I love it. And she goes, what did you say? And I said, you know what? <laughs> I turned to her. You know what? I said something mean about you. And it's because you're singing Billy Joel right now. And he is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, he is a murderer. And I know for a fact you didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She couldn't. She couldn't uh, match she with could, you. But she goes, Wait, you don't like you're making fun of me because I'm singing along with Billy Joel. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually am. It's and, embarrassing. And I said, I never said I was nice. <laughs> you don't know who I am. Yes. And yes, I'm a snob. Oh, yeah. Ruby. And I just and I was just honest. I just had to be honest. That's... I didn't want her to make her feel necessarily bad. I just wanted her to see my point of view. And you want her to go up and lo- go over and look it up later, because guess what? It's probably on the internet for everyone to yeah, see. Is it, it is. not? I'm sure. It's like any That's other what, Kennedys. I mean... <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry. Katrina. No, I cannot get enough of it. Never you. forget Chappaquiddick. But <laughs> also, I mean, is it like a Laura Bush thing where... Uh, what Laura, Laura Bush love. thing? Laura Bush, Laura Bush, <laughs> Laura Bush also vehicular manslaughter. Are you serious? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we have to look into every case of vehicular manslaughter as their own thing. We really do. It's case by case. We'll do a special episode the next time Ruby comes back. We'll walk through every case of celebrity vehicular manslaughter. That's a show. That's a show right there. That's a show. That's a good premise. Because who else has done that? So, I mean, like. A lot of people. Everyone's addicted to it. I mean, it's like, it's everywhere. But again, again, Matthew Broderick. It, it, yeah. it goes Matthew Broderick actor murderer like that's how people act, it, and this poor guy I mean very complicated figure I could get into it but I won't he yeah I have questions about him me big, too I big, really do big big, big huge questions. questions very much Star Trek questions for him but yeah, I much, yeah. um but you know despite my personal feelings about him 
it, that's an intense, you know, it's intense to have yeah. that on your title. Brandy, again, Brandy's an icon yeah, star, star angel baby. One of the best singers ever. Gave the world so much. Yeah. And like, I just- Can't I, live it down. Can't live it down. It's crazy. It's, too, it's unfair. And the fact that Billy Joel has completely escaped this, again, it's just patriarchy. It's the patriarchy and and also it's 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 honestly what it is. What it is is it? it's his fans, which are probably largely white men, men. and white culture. Yeah, and not wanting to give him up. And it's you're kind of same way with Michael Jackson now. Oh, mm. well, with Michael Jackson, that's interesting. That is. I mean, I when you hear "Man in the Mirror" on the radio now, are you not like, mm. well, <laughs> did you? <laughs> okay, jo- or PYT. Josh Sharp said <laughs> that, that. I mean, PYT shivers. I PYT go. shivers. Yeah. But Josh Sharp pointed me to this episode of The Daily where uh, one of the co-hosts of Still Processing talks oh, about. I, I heard this. Talks about how he's like. <clears throat> It might be impossible to fully cancel Michael Jackson just because he's someone so who, seminal who just proliferated culture in every possible way. Yeah, right. and that he like invented what we know of as pop music. Yes. So even if you're listening to Rihanna, in essence, you are also hearing the legacy of Michael Jackson. And like, and I loved that take of it. I truly did. And like, I, it's it so was... much more. It's, and I, I'm doing it such an injustice by like repeating it back by paraphrasing it. But like, there's so much nuance to his argument and it's just like oh shit he might be right yeah yeah he has a point so anyway that's 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 my little hot take on of which there have been so many on so this many. episode i think this is one of my favorites this is ah. canon this, this episode is, is canon is, ah. there's nothing more i love than to finish an episode and call it canon because it just <laughs> means the legacy has been added to yes every single time we step down to record that's our legacy. That's our, well, and when we can invite someone like Ruby into the studio and she sa- says not only yes to the legacy, but and. But oh, she thank has, you. She has given something to the legacy, which is she has given life and a voice to Katrina. So what the really, heck? Really, truly. Where, where, what are you literally doing now? You're like, on tour? You're on tour. I'm on tour with Sarah Sherman. I'm, you know, I am doing... Some acting. Yes. I'm doing a lot of acting right now. So yeah. fascinating. So Witter. fascinating. My podcast with Max Witter, Chuck It Out, where like it's very hard to produce, so it's not very consistent. But, but um but it's wonderful. It's wonderful canon. Canon. <laughs> and um but and also I have uh, famously a fashion project called Sophia Paris that Sophia will Paris. come out very soon. Oh, I can't wait. A new collection. I can't fucking we, wait. We we thank you and Praise you. Thank you. Praise God. Uh, as do I. As I do. I do. I do. Do I. Oh. And this is a Pisces episode. And therefore. Says the Pisces. A Pisces. <laughs> cricket, cricket. A Pisces, Scorpio, Leo We episode. finish yeah. every episode with a song, which is at Bowen and Ruby's demand. Okay. I'm starting with the man in, in the mirror. mirror. Yeah. How did you feel? Yeah. How did you feel? You didn't feel good, did you? I, how did you feel? Um, I felt, I mean, that's not his best song. So I. Was, What's his best song to you? Honestly, this is a hot take. <clears throat> Sing it. I wanna rock with you. No. Yeah, on it. I sort of. All no. night. No, no, no. I, we, no. This is a I terrible, like that. I it's like that. It's such a good song. You do your, your favorite song. Oh my God. I don't know. I, is... I feel like it's like, I'm barely dead, not my lover. She's just a girl. That also in context. Yeah. Billie Jean is not my lover. She is not 
she's just it's a girl. She's just a girl. Like it's like, oh my god, you were gaslighting this you woman. Were ga- no, think about no, thriller. your beard. Think your about beard thriller. for the kids. Think 100%. about thriller. <laughs> Think, Think about, about no thriller. one's gonna save you when the beast is about to strike. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! I can't. You are not oh. alone. I am here with you. Okay, we probably can't. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.